Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays and tell exactly what I'm doing, make sure you join the Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Welcome back to the 1% Club podcast. We are back again at the UFC Apex. You get to hear all the sounds of Corey Sanhagen versus Sonya Dong. I actually think it's a sleeper card. We got we have some pretty good matchups on here. We're going to kind of skip around a little bit on this main card. Uh, let's start with Damon Jackson versus Pat Sabatini. I like both of these guys a lot, a lot, a lot. <clears throat> um, very similar styles. You're going to see Pat Sabatini is... He's one of the Philly boys, right? He comes from that camp, Sean Brady. Uh, th those guys, just they, they, they grapple really well. They strike really well. They're all really good, well-rounded guys. And then Damon Jackson out of Fortis MMA. I think the biggest difference that stands out to me, both these guys are predominantly grapplers, but the biggest difference that stands out to me with both these guys is the style of wrestling they do. Uh, Damon Jackson, little-known fact, but uh, do you know where Damon, Damon Jackson started at? I do not. He actually started in Kansas City with me. Went to Mo Valley College and wrestled at Mo Valley. Uh, good wrestler. And, and, you know, obviously he he uh, <clears throat> left. I don't know if he's from Texas or if he's from here or what, but he went to Mo Valley College, wrestled, which is also the same school as uh, Bobby Lashley. You know oh, Bobby Lashley? Yeah. WWE? Yeah. Good for him too, right? He's crushing it. Crushing it. Had a nice little stint in, uh, for MMA and then went on to- Where did he fight Bellator? He fought Strike Force, I believe. Was and it? Bellator? Strike Force? Oh, yeah, Strike Force. maybe. It's remember. good though. He did really good. I enjoyed watching him. I enjoy watching those guys, right? Like, and then uh, went on to WWE champion, I think. Like, yeah. what type him. of pedigree do the most of those guys have? Do they come from like a college wrestling background in the uh, WWE? I mean, not all of them, but yeah, some of them, some of them do. Uh, I, I think at that high level, you got to be pretty athletic. You know what I mean? Like, of course, people yeah. Talk a lot of stuff about oh, it's fake, blah 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 blah. Like, the maybe it's it's uh, the headlines are, but the the movements and the motions are some of the stuff those guys are doing is very very athletic, and uh, I have a lot of respect for those guys. It's not really like my cup of tea as far as like watching it. I don't really get a lot of. Uh, I don't follow the storyline. I enjoy watching good matches that are you know. My, I'm a I'm an old school ECW guy. If you're, if you're, I do remember, remember that. Yeah, yeah, those guys just beat the hell out of each other. New Jack jumping off like a fifty foot balcony. Remember uh, Sabu. Sabu was a psychopath, bro. All those, some of the best uh, matches that I've ever seen with Dudley Boys, Sabu, RVD, and then you know you see New Jack jumping off balconies. The 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 Gangstonators. It was uh, the Gangsters versus the and the whatever team put together. I don't remember. They're on the road like three hundred days a year as well. It's a they're tough doing, life. They're do, they actually did a show in Kansas City, and I saw because some actually one of your fighters went to it. I saw it on his uh, on his Instagram story. I can't remember which one it was. But, you know, it's not just that one show that's on TV. They're no, on no. the road every yeah. night of the week. It's a tough life, man. Props to Lashley for making it. He's he's crushing it right now. So Jackson went to Mo Valley. And I think the biggest difference you're going to see with these guys is this type of wrestling. Damon Jackson's going to bring more of a folk style like college wrestling, double legs, single legs. And where Pat Sabatini and that whole crew likes to wrestle on the body, more up my alley, right? Like they like to wrestle on the body, on the fence. And both have very skilled jiu-jitsu. I, uh, I would rate Sabatini's jiu-jitsu slightly uh, a little bit better. And as far as, like, technical offense, you know, but I, but I would rate Damon's ground and pound and ability to, to top pressure uh, and hurt people on top a little bit more. So a lot of times with this matchup type of matchup, you see the wrestling cancel each other out, though, and they go to the striking. So In this, a striking kind of 
fight, what way would you see it going? It's close. As well. It's close. Both it's again. a very this is a very evenly contested matchup. And uh man, I've been on Pat Sabatini for a minute and like I, I don't know if you remember this, but when he came into the UFC, I was on him early and we 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 played him a oh, few times. Oh, he's made us some money. Yeah, Sabatini's made us some money, but I have a weird feeling that Damon's gonna put up a you know, Sabatini is tough, man, and he's undefeated in the UFC, but Damon seems to have just hit his stride and he's been looking really, really good lately, man. He's he is not uh an easy guy to get out of there. One thing that has surprised me is when I looked at Pat on Monday, he was minus 200. He is now minus 185. I thought the line was going to go in his face. No, I, th I think the money would come in on Damon, you know. Uh, that's a tough fight, man. That, that would not shock me at, in the least bit if Damon, if, if Damon won this fight. You know, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough one. It really is. This that's is one that we for sure think is going the distance as well. Surely, I would think, but I would think both of them got have good cardio. I, I would think this is going to be a grappling contest. I mean, at minus two sixty five, you got to think it's probably going to hit that right. What, what is the yeah, Look at some of the props. Minus, goes the distance two ten. <laughs> that's a play. That's a play. Sabatini by points is plus one twenty five. I mean, that's a play. Just at the value. Shit. What's what's Damon Jackson at, at by points? Plus two thirty five. I mean, hell, you could. I, I would, man. Both of these guys are dangerous, too. You know, this one's a tough one. I don't know. I got to look into this one a little bit more. Very evenly contested, though. Pat is the, I don't want to say he's even the A-side, but I know he's the favorite to win this fight. But, man, Damon has, Damon seemed to have found his stride. So I would not be shocked in the least bit if uh, Damon pulled out a win. We're going to skip around a little bit here. Uh, the next next matchup I want to talk about, two guys I really am, am fans of, and that's Andre Feely versus Bill Algio. Uh Man, Feely's been in there with some top-level competition. Algio is kind of starting to produce a name for himself and getting that top-level competition. Uh, I uh, what's the what's the line on this? Show me the line on this. I think it's slight favorite for Feely, right? I think he's like a minus one thirty last time I checked. Minus one twelve now. Holy shit! Pick it's about even money. It's a pick him now. That's where I would have put it. You know, we talked about this the other day, and that's where I would have put it. And I think the other day he was minus uh, minus one thirty. I have this at a pick him, and I think this is a very evenly contested fight. Uh, Algio, I would favor. I would favor the striking. Andre, I would favor the grappling. But Algio is, if you remember when he fought Herbert Burns, he's got stuck in that triangle early in round one and and fought his way out of it. You know, he's tough. He is tough to get out of there. So the play on Algio is to wrestle him, position him, not try to get him out of there. You know, and then with Feely, I think the play for Algio is just going to be a, stick to that slick striking, stay long, and pick at him a little bit. So both these guys are kind of tough matchups for each other. This is another really evenly contested fight, kind of like Jackson and Sabatini. I'm looking forward to it a ton. Uh, I like these guys a lot, man. This, this is a pick them. And uh, over two and a half minus 210. These are dangerous ones. You know, these guys kind of got some trickery. Algeo's got some trickery to him. You know, Andre does too, but Algeo's going to be tough to get out of there. You know, if there's a finish, I got to think it would be on the Algeo side, but that doesn't mean that he's going to finish Feely. You know what I mean? Like, it's, he's just. I think he's a little bit more dangerous of the two. So, man, that's 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 another that's another evenly contested fight. I'm really looking forward to. So, uh, co-main event: Chidi and Jaquani versus Gregory Robocop Rodriguez. What's the line on this? Because we talked about it the other day, and Rodriguez is a slight favorite. I bet it's moved closer. Chidi's now favorite. I I said when Chidi was plus money, I said that was a play. Yeah, I should have got down on it. That was a play. Chidi's good. He's got the power. Um, 
Rodriguez has got the grappling, man. Rodriguez is a tremendous grappler, tremendous grappler, but he just never grapples, and I don't quite understand it. I think, you know, he's knocked somebody out, and he fell in love with it. I'm not sure why he never goes back to that, but I think that if he wants to... The odds of him winning this fight drastically increase if he wrestles. Drastically. If he gets this fight to the ground, he can he can get Chitty and uh, Njiquani out of there early. Chitty can finish him at any time. Both these guys have insane power standing, but I think there's going to be a massive speed difference for Chitty. I think there's going to be a massive speed difference for Chitty. He's long, and uh, he's a very clean striker. I, I think I think Gregory needs to wrestle, man. I really do. And it's it sucks because he, he just doesn't seem to. You know, I... I Surely, surely, if he sees some adversity on the feet here, he's going to take a shot, right? You would I mean, think, but the issue probably is, is if you see adversity against Chitty, you wake up on the wake up on the canvas. And yeah, well, and also his last fight against Dusko, we saw him have some issues with the with the grapple, and that's always been his Achilles heel, right? Like, yeah. But we're talking about elite level wrestling. Like Gregory's Gregory's grappling is very good, but I don't know about his wrestling. You know, his wrestling isn't great, and uh, it's good, but it's not great. But his grappling is great, right? His his uh, his jujitsu is great. So if he gets Chitty to the ground, there could be some big problems. But that's not an easy task to get that that big dude down. Do you know he made 70, 170? Have you ever seen Rodriguez? him in person? Chitty. He's big. He's big. I don't I mean he's a he's a big boy. How far in time are we going back here now? RFA days, like RFA one, two, three, four. Yeah, Ch- Chitty, I, I favor Chitty in this fight. I just think the speed's gonna be too much. Gregory's way to win this fight is going to be to get him to the ground. If he gets him to the ground, and listen, Gregory can knock him out. You know what I mean? It's just unlikely. It's when we talk about we talk about like what are the scenarios, and like people are like, oh, you're wrong, you bad take. Listen, I'm not talking about things that could happen. I'm saying the more likely scenarios. Gregory for sure can knock Chitty out, but it's not the likely scenario. If there's a win on the Chitty side, it's probably going to be by knockout or decision. If there's a win on the Gregory side, it's probably going to be by submission or decision. If this is a range game. More likely than not, Chitty is going to dominate this fight. You know, I'm not, once again, Gregory's got all the power in the world and he can, like that, he can knock somebody out. You know what I mean? But the likely scenario is Chitty would outstrike Gregory Rodriguez at range. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But if Gregory does a good job mixing his his strikes and his takedowns up, I think that he's going to have a much better shot of winning this fight than if he did not do that. You know, I do think, I will say this, I think this is the toughest test that Chitty's had in the UFC yet. Oh, for sure, for sure. By far, sure. right? And, uh, Greg, man, if if Gregory can make things interesting, you know, he seems to have fade, faded a little bit in the past, but so is Chitty if he gets grappled, you know. It's an interesting matchup. It really is. Like, I just don't think there's going to be very many guys at 185 that are going to outstrike Chitty at range, you know. I just don't, I don't think there's very many guys that are going to do that. So, interesting matchup. And really, if you think about it, the winner here kind of goes to that next level, I would think. You know, these guys are going to start getting more interesting fights with wins over each other. That's a question that I have because I just rate Chitty so highly. It's prob- probably because he's won me stacks of cash yeah, over the last, like, I don't know, a little while. But how elite or what level do you think he is or is he an unknown? Or He's going to have problems with the good grapplers. But the great thing about that middleweight division is there isn't a lot of them, you know? Like... It's just, yeah. Let's pull up. Let's pull up the middleweight division. I mean, I think I think he would do just fine against a lot, most of these guys in the in the top in the top fifteen. I really do. So he, I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. He can strike with anybody. Let's take a look here. Uh, go to fifteen. <clears throat> Chris Curtis. That's a fun fight. I would actually take Chitty in that fight. Tavares. I think he beats Tavares. 
Deplessis, I think he beats Deplessis. Imov would be a very tough fight. Gaslam, depending on what Gaslam shows up, if Gaslam wrestles, it could be problems. But, dude, Munoz is a nightmare matchup for him. Darren Till would be a fun fight. For Till, sure. fun fight. Hermanson, fun fight. Strickland, fun fight. Costa, I think he beats Costa. I do. Really? I don't rate Costa that high. I don't. I just don't. I really don't. I don't. Maybe I'm crazy. Brunson, tough matchup. And then obviously you're getting you're into, going into the elite. Pereira, Vittori, Kennedy, or Whitaker. Yeah. But there's guys in that top 15 that I think he can beat. Quite a few of them, actually. Any of the good wrestlers are going to give him problems. But like we just talked about, I mean, there's how many, how many wrestlers are in there? Like grapplers at heart. Like I'm off can wrestle, but he typically doesn't. Gaslam can, but he typically doesn't. Munoz does, and he's very good at it. Hermanson, depending on which one you get, you know, he, he can wrestle. Brunson, good wrestler. Yeah, I mean, there, there's guys he can beat there, man. There's guys, that, if you put him in like 15, 14, 13, go, go scroll, scroll back down. Curtis, Tavares, Deplessius, those are all fights that he can more than win. You know, all fights he can more than win. So, uh, and honestly, Rodriguez, same. Those are guys that he can, you know, those are guys that he can beat yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Those are guys he can beat too. So, interesting fight. I think there's a lot of implications. And I think that the winner of this fight is going to go on to fight that 15, 14, 13. To the main event, Corey Sanhagen versus Song Yudong. Man, I, I, I uh, Song's coming off that, that knockout over Marlon Marias brutal knockout and uh sent Marias kind of you know into retirement but I'm very high on Corey Sanhagen and there's just there's not very many people that I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on out striking him song doesn't have the wrestling to get him down I don't think and this is gonna be a kickboxing match like there's there's just not very many people in that division that I think are gonna outstrike Corey Sanhagen his range is too good his feet is his feet are too good uh his striking is good he's dangerous he's long he's fast he's sharp very sharp puncher He's a very has a very diverse skill set, great cardio. I just I, I don't see Song winning this fight unless he catches Corey Sanhagen. Sanhagen has shown that he's got a great chin. He's took some big punches from Jan, uh, he's, and you know big punches from TJ. And dude, click on Corey real quick. It, it, he and he's fought. He's been fighting the elites of the division, right? He knocked out uh, Frankie Edgar. Uh, he just went to a split decision against TJ, which a lot of people thought he won that fight. And then lost a close fight to Peter Yan. And then, obviously, uh, Corey San Sanhagen, they have a common opponent, Marlon Marais. Both of them knocked him out. But, dude, outside of you know, TJ, dude, he looked really good against TJ. He looked really good against TJ. So I'm excited to see this to see this fight. This, uh, this is a big step up for a song, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, Sanhagen needs this win to kind of keep him in that upper echelon to... He's one win. After this, he would be one win away from the title shot, in my opinion. You know, uh, another. It's just a bottleneck in that division. We know we've said it before. But it like, is, I mean, man. It's literally just. 35 is the toughest. To, I mean, dude, look, we have Aljamain Sterling. He is the champion. Jan, former champion. Dillashaw, former champion. Marab just beat a former champion. Uh, Sanhagen, Cheeto, Aldo, Font, D. Cruz. Like, the, the top seven, eight there are elite. Like, any of those top seven, eight could be champion. And then we're not even talking about Ricky Simone who's coming up. And then the dark horse of that division is Umar uh, Nurmagomedov, who he is a problem, bro. He's a big problem. If I'm anybody in that list, I'm staying away from him. No, you know what I mean? Like he's got that, we, we talked about what's the 86% win if your last name has Magomed or something Nur in it? Magomedov, yeah. Yeah, come, just stop. Keep him away, man. Keep him away. So I just, I, man, he's a dark horse in that division. That's a you just said it. It's a bottleneck. There it is a tough, tough, tough division. Long story short, uh, Sanhagen versus Song. There's just not very many people that I think are going to outstrike Corey Sanhagen, and uh, I don't think Song has the wrestling to get him down and keep him down. Quick question. Yep. Um, is Rob Font and Yanez still? 
I haven't heard anything. I I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we would have heard. Uh, I've I've heard some stuff with um, some different fights, kind of. In the, I don't know. I haven't heard, but I got to think that that would be set. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that's set. That we would have heard by now. Quick look at the line here. Yeah, San Hagen minus one eighty one. That's dropped. That's dropped as well. That's dropped. Which I thought on this one it would go the other way. Uh, over four and a half at minus one seventy. These over unders are tough on 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 this card. You know, that's this. It's a. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, you know. But Corey at minus 181, that's a play for me. That's a play for me. And I don't want to say he's going to make it look easy. But I think he's going to control this fight. I just, I don't understand the uh, the line. I would have, obviously I'm not line maker, but I mean, I would have had Corey maybe minus 250. That's exactly where I would have put him. I would have had Corey, Corey minus 250. Let's see, Song... Song is good. He's great. I just think stylistically. I'm just wondering if his line is inflated, maybe because of the 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 win against Cheeto, which we both. Think I thought Cheeto he lost that one. Fight. Yeah, yeah. I thought he lost that fight. The win against Marlon is was nasty. It was violent. I'll give him that. But when we look at this, we look at styles, right? Styles make fights, right? What's the closest person that he has fought stylistically to Corey Sanhagen? His name is Kyler Phillips. That's the closest matchup that you could see. Long, slick striker, good feet. That's Kyler Phillips, you know? Corey Sanhagen is uh, a sharpened, veteran, seasoned version of Kyler Phillips. Kyler will get there one day. He's just, you know, he's creeping now. He's in top 15 now. But I thought Cheeto won that fight. He lost to, lost to Kyler. I think Sanhagen is a sharper, more seasoned version of Kyler right now. Now, Kyler does wrestle. You know, does wrestle, but I think I think as far as uh, Sanhagen's finishing ability, his sharpness, and his feet, uh, they're better than Kyler's right now. So it's just a tough stylistic matchup. Song Song does Song is going to do really well that against guys that are right in front of him that box with him. Sanhagen's not going to box with him. He's going to pick at him. He's a sniper. You know what I mean? Like Song's a Song is an infantryman. He's a frontline guy. You know, and and Sanhagen's not going to play that game. Sanhagen's in the bell tower waiting on him. You know what I mean? That's just. I just think Song's going to have a tough a tough time dealing with the feet. St. Hagen is a master at not being found, you know. Look at TJ. T TJ was having all kinds of fits finding him. He's got great footwork. So I, I think this is – I think St. Hagen's going to control this fight. I really do. I, re I think he's going to control just about every second of this fight. You might see a couple scares where Song lands a big punch, but I think St. Hagen's going to control this fight and, and maybe make it look easy. Okay, we'll wrap this up. Sweet. Uh, let's get on this week with Shay. Let's make some money, guys. See you guys on Saturday.